All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going into episode two of Comedic Coping. First off, I want to say thank you to everybody who listened to the first episode. Liked our Facebook page. Just look up Comedic Coping. We're on there. Left comments, left ratings. It is more than I would have anticipated for the first episode, so that's amazing. Secondly, I got to say, I listen to the podcast myself, and I'm sure that everyone goes through this, but you hear yourself a certain way and then you hear yourself on the recording and I just, I don't know how some people do it. Think about, uh, we're going to be talking about cinema. So even people from TV, think about Fran Drescher or the actress who played Janice. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if they watch their performances and get as self-conscious as I do, but hopefully it doesn't sound as bad to you guys as it does to me. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into this um there's going to be lots of movies that we talk about we're going to have to have several episodes on this because for those that are listening i'm sure you're going to be going oh he's going to mention this movie and then i don't mention it there's just not enough time and there's just way too many movies so we're kind of go through the genres and the ones that i've kind of watched to help me in certain times of my life i guess I am by no means a, a movie buff or a cinematographer, and I'm definitely no Siskel or Ebert, but uh, we'll see what we can do here. Um, I did have a friend that has asked me over and over if if he can do this, and I was like, man, we've only had one podcast, but sure. Um, I kind of told him the episodes that we're going to be doing, and he said, I really want to be involved in the movie one, and I didn't understand why until he did this intro for me, so... Um, without further ado, hopefully you're ready for more, because this is my friend, Niall Meeson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a podcast, I can tell you he does have one. But he also has a very particular set of skills. Skills he has acquired over a very long career. Skills that make him hilarious to people like you. If you follow this podcast, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't follow, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you with kindness until you listen. Well, that was definitely... uh definitely a, not what I had expected uh you know Niall I, I I appreciate that you've you've done your homework you were ready for the movie the movie episode here um I've got chills I mean I'm just taken aback by that intro um so wow okay so let's just jump right into this um you know, we do want to, I do want to joke and I want to have fun and I want to tell you funny stories, but I also kind of want to pass along some of the things that have helped me get through and whether that helps you or a friend or selfishly, even if it just helps me to talk about it, that's, that's what this podcast is for. Cause remember, it's not what you're going through, but it's how you get through it. Um, when I was a, a teenager, a lot of it was music. You know, you're 16, you get your license for the first time, you drive around for hours, you could have nowhere to go, but just the freedom of being behind the wheel and my outlet was music. And then as, as I got older and 
um, didn't have cable, but was able to go to a movie trading company, CD Warehouse. Uh, for those of you in the older demographic, Blockbuster, um, I would be able to escape through movies. And I've, I've found that for me, even if it's just that hour and a half, two hours, depending on the movie, three hours, um, if it's something interesting that you enjoy, it kind of takes you out of it. And it may not resolve your problems. It may not give you any insight on how to fix them. But for those three hours, two hours, however long the movie is, that's that's when you're at peace. Um, and that's kind of like your own self-help. You're, you're, you're taking care of yourself in, in those couple of hours. And everybody's got different tastes. I mean, just look at how many types of films there are out there. I mean, you've, you've got chick flicks, romance movies, comedies, thriller, action, horror, which can kind of all be the same thing depending on what you're watching. If you're into history, they've got documentaries, um, musicals. I don't know if I mentioned that. My family's big on musicals, and whether that's, you know, from my mom being from New York and introducing me to Broadway and all that, or uh, just growing up with Disney. Anybody who's seen any sort of animated Disney movie knows that that's kind of the way it was when we were growing up. Um, but it's it's just for me it's it's an escape now there is one genre that it's and it's just me and you can yell at your phone your computer however you're listening to this podcast i just cannot get behind the westerns i i don't know if it's if it's the time frame or it's the fact that they were pushed on me by my dad when i was younger but i just never never got into westerns i i mean i liked the way they talk i mean John Wayne talking about Pilgrim. Um, one day we were sitting around and my daughters just were fascinated with, with eating lemons. And we were at a, a steakhouse, you know, country steakhouse. And you see the picture on the wall and I don't even remember what they said to me. And one of them just looked at me and kind of made a, a smart remark. And I just looked at her and I tried to get my best cowboy western voice on that I could think of from the small amount of western movies that I did watch and I just turned to them and I said now you listen here you little lemon licker because all they were doing was licking lemons and so off the cuff so random something no one's ever said before but just between the way that I said it and what I said I mean I had the whole table laughing and to my credit there was a table who was next to us that heard it as well and, and they found it funny as well which is good because i never want to offend anybody especially in this days and age you always got to be careful what you say but you know that's the one time where i think okay i kind of channeled my inner western there but that's kind of the extent of where i go with westerns so if you're out there and you have a love for westerns and you think that you can change my mind i will take any recommendations you have for me though i think my mood dictates what i watch and not even necessarily who you're watching it with, which can influence what you choose. But for the purpose of getting that freedom, getting outside of your head for a couple of hours and just trying to enjoy you and entertain you, I recommend that you find the movies that you like for whatever situation you're going through and you try to take the time to watch them yourselves. Now, it's amazing to watch movies with other people I get that but sometimes for that self-health self-health just watch them on your own 
there's times where I'm down and all I need is a good comedy. Whether that's any one of the number of, of Adam Sandler movies, you know, Waterboy, Billy Madison, Jack and Jill was okay, uh, Grown Ups. I mean, there's, there's so many. Um, but Adam Sandler and, and Jim Carrey, The Mask, Ace Ventura. I mean, these are the kind of movies that, okay, they're, those comedy movies are not winning awards, and that's okay. Because they're, they're mindless, they're entertaining, and they're fun. And sometimes that's exactly what you need. And that's okay. I know people that I've met, and I tell them that I like these movies, and and they don't exactly sound like this, but this is how I picture it. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you watch those movies. And they're very uptight about it. Listen, I know this is not going to be documented as one of the best films ever. No one is, no one is going crazy and going, I, my life has changed because I watched Adam Sandler make the same voices that he made on SNL, or I watched Jim Carrey make the same crazy faces he did. I get it. But sometimes we need that, that hilarity, that craziness that you just know it's so far-fetched, but it's funny. And for me, that's one of the things, especially when I'm down. When I was younger and, you know, I just had a girl broke up with me or I lost my dog or I couldn't find my keys or I got a C on a test, whatever the case may be. Those are the movies that kind of helped pull me out of the rut that I was in. And even if it was only for the two hours, like that helped me. Now, something else may help you, you know, with if you are going through something specific. Um, you know, I, I love scary movies. Um, I've actually gotten my oldest daughter into watching scary movies with me. Now, I will say this is a different kind of release. And I'm not saying you watch it to get any pointers and figure out what the killer did wrong to get caught so that you can exact your revenge on whoever's bringing you down. Please don't do that. I'm not advocating for that. I'm not saying that at all. I do know some of the female listeners are probably like, well, yeah, I watch, I watch all those crime shows. That's, that's exactly why, why women scare me. You just watch it so intently and it's just so second nature to you. But the scary movies. Let's get back to that. I don't want to get off topic too much here. The scary movies for me, it's nice to kind of have the jump scare, which is what a lot of the newer scary movies are. Um, my mom was great enough to introduce me to the old Alfred Hitchcock movies or even some of the, I say older, you know, the 70s, 80s scary movies where it was, they had jump scares but they set the mood with the music. You're talking Children of the Corn, Halloween, Prom Night, going back to Alfred Hitchcock, Rear Window, Psycho. A lot of that was music, and that kind of fills you with a good anxiety. Not a bad anxiety, but a good anxiety. Like you know something's coming, and you've got this, as someone who was in an orchestra, you've got this beautiful music to kind of set the scene. So it's, it's scary, but it's not unsettling. And so that's kind of where I, I grew up with. And then, you know, starting in the 90s, I started following the, the Scream movies, which is what my daughter is super into now. Unfortunately, I think I got her hooked because uh, she saw Skeet Ulrich. Ulrich. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. She will kill me later. Um, but they're, they're decent movies. And 
I also like some of the more like thought provoking ones like saw I just introduced my daughter to the saw movies and and yeah that's a lot of blood and guts and jump scares but it's also it, it really makes you think and for anyone who's seen the saw movies when I look at it I don't go back and think what would I do in that situation how would I get out I'm thinking of have I done anything in my life that would put me in jigsaws crosshairs you know and so that kind of makes you think and for that movie set specifically I like that one because it does make me take a really hard look at myself. Am I living my life right? Am I doing everything that I'm supposed to do? Because let's face it, I've got kids. I'm not a virgin. If I'm in a horror movie, I'm probably dying. So, But it's nice to kind of get out of your own headspace, put yourself in someone else's shoes and kind of evaluate your choices. And again, this is just all for entertainment you're going to find the niche that works for you. When I'm in a great mood, I may still want to zone out. And for me, because of how I was raised and because I've got the amazing kids that I do, I turn to musicals. And you can laugh and joke and say whatever you want to about it. Um, You know, my wife hates it. She doesn't understand musicals. And that's okay. They're not for everybody. I can appreciate that. But when it comes, like, especially now as an adult, looking and seeing my kids get excited and sing and dance. And now the younger ones, they are more into the Disney movies and uh, the zombies movies that Disney came out with and Descendants. And they have little concerts in their room where they're singing it. And and just to see them reenact the movie, I don't even have to be watching the movie. I can just be reenacting the movie. And uh, and that's that's good for me to get out of the headspace and it kind of stops my day whatever you're doing because um, you know there's there's some movies you can have on in the background and you're cleaning or you're cooking or you're doing other stuff and you're not paying attention and that's not what we want when we're talking about using the the films to kind of get out of your headspace these ones you got to sit down and kind of focus on and with musicals sometimes that's super easy to do depending on what they are I can tell you right now that if you were to come into my home and put Hamilton on every one of my kids myself, my wife, we're, we're going to sit down and watch it. And, and I think sit down is generous because we probably won't be sitting down. We'll probably be standing and dancing and singing. And that's just a great musical. And I think that one hits for everybody. Um, actually helped my daughter pass her history class, which was fantastic. But some of the other ones that I really like, uh, uh, Newsies is a great one. The Lion King was great. Um, Sweeney Todd, Demon Barbara, Fleet Street. There's, there's so many. So many. I haven't seen it yet, but I love the soundtrack of Beetlejuice. So I'm very looking forward to uh, to seeing that as well. Um, but I just think the biggest thing that I want to I want to get out here is that you've got to find the time to do the self care, as I've heard a counselor express before. Um, and there's times where I, I want to zone out and I want to have that feel-good story and and those are the times that you kind of turn to the superhero movies because there could be a million things going wrong your dryer's broke your kids hurt the lawnmower guy didn't show up so you got a citation from your HOA um, and you just want to know that there's good people out there fighting for you now granted it's in in the movies it's on the screen they're not actually here but it gives you that hope 
And it doesn't matter if you're a DC fan or a Marvel fan or you want to go back and watch, watch Ghostbusters. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like a superhero movie. Uh, I look at, at Rocky. Those, those were such great, great movies. Um, I think I liked Rocky for the best, but you know, he's got, he's fighting, he's fighting Ivan or whatever his name was. I will break you. You know, I mean, and you just want to see him come through and get that. And even, even some of the kids movies now with the hero, one of my daughter's youngest daughter's favorite movies is, is chicken little. And you know, you've read the story. You may or may not have seen the movie, but you know, it's the little chicken. He, he becomes the hero. And that's, these are things that we kind of look forward to. Um, and, and we kind of go into like the more serious stuff. Now these, I would recommending watching with somebody, unless you're one of those who's going to self fund the Kleenex company with your tears. Um, but there are some really good, like older movies. I guess some people would consider them chick flicks, romance flicks, whatever you want to say, but there are some that just for me, they get to me and I can, I can watch them all the time and I can know what happens, but you still get the feels and and even that sad, happy, like just to see what these actors put into it. Um, you know, a a walk to remember Shane West and Mandy Moore. That's one of my all time favorites. Uh, the notebook, dear John, there's, there's a ton. Um, so you're gonna, you're gonna find your own that you like. Um, and it looks like I'm actually, yep. No, he can come in. Okay. I wasn't sure if he was going to show up. I did get some good feedback on a guest that we had last week. His name was Esteban. He was my hairdresser, still is. He's trying to fix the mess that I've got going on right now with my black cherry hair. Um, so let's, let's bring him in real quick and see what he has to say. Esteban, welcome back to the show. Oh my god, thank you. Like, I am so happy to be here because, listen, me and my boyfriend, we watch so many movies together. Like, that's our favorite thing. Like, you pop some popcorn because, hello, pop, it's got the pops, okay? So, I love the popcorn. Can you tell me what some of your favorite movies are? I just, escúchame, Lebron, okay? Porque I love the musicals. Like, Rent is my absolute favorite for obvious reasons. Like, you know, Rent, it makes me so happy. I want to sing all the songs. And I just, I just love it. Do you have any other favorites that are kind of go-tos? In my house, okay, so like sometimes we like to have on movie night. And I don't mean to offend anybody by saying, oh, like they just were made not, not recently, okay? So like, um, I like The Wizard of Oz. But I like it because somewhere over the rainbow, hello, like over the rainbow. I'm so over the rainbow. It's amazing. I love it. Okay, so there's definitely a theme here with your movies do you have any other favorites do you guys watch action movies at all ah yes we watch action movies are you crazy you loco okay of course we watch action movies some of my favorites like i know some people they don't like what is it the dc but i love the batman but there's only like my my two favorite batmans i told you right now okay my favorite batmans are christian bale because he drops his voice so deep and he's like, where is she? And he's just, 
the sound of his voice, it makes me scared. It makes me excited. It's just all the feels. Okay, but you said you had two favorites. So who are we talking here? We're talking Michael Keaton, the original? No, that, that's good. But no, the one that is my favorite, and it probably shouldn't be like, I probably shouldn't even say this because I know that he's done interviews on it, but my favorite is the, the George Clooney because when you look at his suit, like he's got the utility belt and the cape and the mask, but for some reason they felt the need to give his basu nipples, and I just thought that was so interesting. Okay, yeah, that one, that that one does get a little, a lot of uh, negative press almost. I think George Clooney is still doing interviews about it now. Yes, but he's he's probably one of my favorites, and um, like I know you like to talk about movies, but sometimes what I like to do, like. For me to really, you keep talking about this self-help, and I, I agree, like, you need to do the self-help and the self-care. And sometimes for me, like, it's not just one movie, but it's when you do, like, all the movies. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I can't think of the words to say. So you're talking about more like a franchise. You're talking the, the Star Wars, the Twilights, the Harry Potters. Well, now, now we include Scream in that. They're talking about making a seventh one. I, I know. And Jenna Ortega, oh, my gosh, she's so fierce. I wish I had her spirit because then I could just like, oh, just ninja kick all the bad thoughts away. Like Jenna Ortega is my spirit animal. Yes, yes, she is good. But think about some of the other ones. You've got like Halloween that went on forever. Indiana Jones, Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, all the DC and Marvel movies. These are all franchises. Are you telling me that you guys watch these all through in one day? Like sometimes, yes. Like the, the, this last weekend. So we sat down and we got out super early because we knew it was going to take a while. But we sat down and we watched other Twilight movies. I say all the Twilight movies. We made it through almost all of them except for the last one because I kept falling asleep. I don't know what to tell you. I just wasn't ready. So we had to watch the last movie and the second day. But it's okay because we watched them all. And I love it. And it was absolutely fabulous. Those movies make me go pop. All right. Well, I appreciate your insight. I'm so glad to have you back. Um, Are you going to be coming back for next week's episode? Um, I'm going to need to check my schedule, but if people want me to come back, then yes, I definitely want to come back because uh, I've seen the line out there. You don't have a lot of people waiting. Okay, listen, I'm, <laughs> this is only the second episode. We're going to have lots of people. I actually have. I actually have someone else lined up for today. He, uh, he used to be in the movie business. His name is Irvin. Is that that guy that I saw sitting out there sipping on his coffee? Yeah, that would that would be him. Okay, well, I don't want to take up his time, so I'll let you go. But uh, you guys check it out. The Twilight movies are fantastic, and the George Clooney is the Batman. And uh, just if you watch, if you watch the Batman with the Christian Bale, make sure that you put on the headphones so you can really hear his voice when she says stuff like "Where is she?" Because that's so good. Okay, internet podcast people, I talk to you next week. Bye bye. All right, Esteban, thanks for joining us again. We definitely appreciate that. You bring a liveliness to this show. All right, so as I stated, we do have another gentleman who would like to come in and and talk today. His name is Irvin. He used to be a movie agent, and uh, he's going to kind of come and talk to us about how he feels movies are going. So you can go ahead and send Irvin in. All right, LeBron. 
LeBron, right? It's LeBron. Am I saying that right? Yes, Irvin. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, it's fantastic to be on this show. Let me tell you, movies nowadays, they're good, but they're not great. And let me tell you why, okay? I think this is why all these people are going on strike, because they're having the computers write the stories. Let me ask you a question. Do you guys want computers to write your stories? Irvin? Irvin. Yes, I'm waiting for them to respond. Irvin, listen, man, I know it's probably been a while since you've done an interview. This is actually a podcast. We do have listeners, but it's not interactive. So they can hear you, but they're not going to be able to respond, okay? Okay, well, let me tell you, when you have AI, this artificial intelligence writing these movies for you, it takes all the heart out of it, okay? If you think AI could write a thriller, an amazing movie like Old Yella or anything you've seen Marilyn Monroe in, um, you're wrong, okay? You're wrong. Let's take even some of those silly stuff you was talking about, that Adam Sandler guy, right? Um, do you think AI could come up with some of those jokes? I don't think so. Do you think AI could make the faces Jim Carrey makes? I don't think so. Okay, so let's let's just think about that. Okay, well we can we kind of we kind of touched on that, but movies have come a long way. I mean, Esteban mentioned the Wizard of Oz, right? I mean, they used asbestos for snow. I know. I was going to drop by the set. I'm so glad that I didn't. But yes, we've come a long way. We're not using asbestos anymore. We found new ways to do stuff. You've got all this CGI, and that's what the computers are good for. So look at your movies like Jaws, okay? Jaws is a cinematic masterpiece. And then look at something like The Meg. Okay, now, Jaws was scary. The first time I saw it, I didn't want to go back in the water, if you know what I'm saying. But like The Meg, that's crazy. It's unbelievable. It's amazing what these computers can do, but we got to use them for the right things. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. You said you liked Jaws. Loved Jaws. I wanted to get a bigger boat after Jaws. Okay, so are you into those kind of like scary movies? Well, I grew up and my dad would always take me fishing. So I love all the shark movies. Like I saw all the Jawses. I don't even know if that's the right plural, but all the Jaws movies, I saw those. Okay. I saw Open Water. I saw Deep Blue Sea. So good. Um, I saw The Meg. I mean, there's there's just too many. I think the only movie about the sea that I didn't see was The Little Mermaid. You haven't seen The Little Mermaid? No, and I, I'll tell you why. Um, I'm with your wife on this one. I don't really like the musicals. I'm not here to sing. I'm not here to dance. I want you to entertain me. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm there for. And when I watch a movie... It's because that's the only time that I can get peace and quiet and I can feel like myself. Oh, so you kind of, that's kind of actually what we've been talking about. I don't know if you've been listening in the back, but part of what we're talking about is using movies to help you get through stressful situations. Uh, yes, I do that all the time. And let me tell you, my wife, I mean, I probably shouldn't be talking about my wife, but she... She's my second wife. I love her dearly, but she was married before and she got divorced. And I will tell you that for the first three months of our relationship, all she did was watch that movie with uh, Bette Midler and Diane Keaton. What was that? First Wives Club. And that helped her. 
but it also helped me because I knew that we needed a prenup. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, so you've been in the movie business for a while. You understand that these can help people, even if that's not what they're meant to do. Movies can do so much. They can inspire you. You can, you can see what you want to be. You can see what you can be. You can see that there are heroes out there. Maybe one day you want to be a writer. Maybe one day you want to be an actor. Maybe one day you want to write music. Not for your little musicals, but like a composer. Like you were talking about with the horror movies and getting all the, the doo-doo-doo right before the big kill scene to make you jump. <sighs> yes, that's... We did kind of... We did kind of touch on that. Uh, well, since you have been in the movies for so long, I want to wonder, because we, we touched on these franchise films like Star Wars and Twilight and, and Halloween and Harry Potter. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that, because while some of them make sense, whether you like them or not, Twilight, Harry Potter, they're all based on the book. So those kind of have to follow suit. Um, but what's your take on franchises? Let me tell you this, okay? The biggest thing with the franchise is the stars. So if you can't get the stars back, then you shouldn't do it. And at some point, you need to know when to stop. Because even if you can get the stars back, is it really worth it? I mean, think about it. I like Harrison Ford. Great actor. But do I want to see an 80-year-old man cracking a whip? I don't think so. They should have stopped. But they kept going. There's actually a new one coming out. Are you going to go watch it? Of course not. I'm not going to watch it. I told you I don't want to see an 80-year-old man crack a whip. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I won't bring it up again. But something like, um, what's your take on Halloween? Halloween. Too many movies. Doesn't follow the storyline. What happened to Jamie Lee Curtis? She's there. She's not. She's there. She's not. I don't know what to do anymore. How am I supposed to love this character and care for this character if she's not there? Okay. Well, let's stick with that same genre then. What are your thoughts on the screen movies? You and I have talked about this before the show, and this one gets me kind of heated, and I'll tell you why. Because Scream 1, it's, it's going to be a classic. Scream 2, it was good. Not as good as the first, but it was good. Scream 3, uh, they probably could have just scrapped that whole project and no one would have known. Scream 4, that was good. But then Scream 5, like, you bring in Sydney for just a little bit. Scream 6, she's not even in it at all. Like, she was the killer's quest. She was the one you needed, and then you took her out? Are you kidding me? I don't think so. And if there is a Scream 7, they better bring her back. Now, that one I will go and watch just because I gotta know how it ends. So at least that one you've gotten into... And you kind of want to see what kind of conclusion. Yes, but I'm telling you right now, if I'm alive when they make Scream 8, if there's no Nev Campbell, there's no Irvin. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, I definitely appreciate your time. We are almost running out of time. So I'm going to let you go, but there are so many movies that we haven't covered. I mean, how many movies do you think are out there, and how many do you think that you've seen? I'm telling you right now, especially the ones you don't know that don't go mainstream, all these indie films, all these foreign films, uh, it's crazy. There's millions and millions of movies, and I've seen thousands, and I've barely scratched the surface, but I'm telling you, I know my stuff. All right. Well, when we do another episode, we will definitely bring you back. I hope that you have a great night, that you get home safe. 
Okay, bye-bye. You take care of yourself. Tell the kids I said hello. Hi. <laughs> I, I will do that for you, Urban. All right. Well, that was Urban. He's, he's an interesting fellow. I do kind of wish I had the camera here. Uh, he's got this. Hold on. I need, I need to wait for him to get out of the studio. Uh, all right. He's got this crazy thing going on. He has, I mean, I, you can't see me. I have the unibrow for sure. hundred percent. Got to take care of it all the time. But Irvin, man, it's, it's bushy. I've never seen fuzzy caterpillars like that on someone before. Uh, I was going to use the last bit of the show to talk about comments that we had gotten on Facebook because I do want to talk about y'all's favorite movies. We've been talking for just over 30 minutes, and I've, I've mentioned some movies. We've kind of talked about some genres, what I like to use them for as far as my self-help and the movies that I go to when I'm in certain moods. Um, but unfortunately, we didn't get any comments on y'all's favorite movies, so hopefully we can turn that around so our next movie episode, we can focus more on a single specific movie we can talk about the actors the director we can talk about who did it if you're even interested in that if not we can just run this back kind of play it by ear and uh and see as we go what's come up now i will say this i'm not i don't watch as many movies as i used to uh with all these streaming services you know we don't have the commercials that we used to um so I just don't get excited. I know that there's a lot of excitement about Oppenheimer and the new Barbie movie. And I'd be interested to go see them, but I haven't seen the trailers like I used to. And yes, I know they're on Facebook and they're on the internet, but you actually have to go out and look for it. And oh, that's just so much work sometimes. I'm just kidding. They both do look fantastic. I have seen the trailers, but just in general, we don't get, we don't get it thrown in our face as much as we as much as we used to. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to get excited about movies nowadays, but hopefully you guys will find a movie you like, whether it is something new, like the Barbie movie, like Oppenheimer, whether it's something a little bit older that you've just enjoyed for a long time, Titanic, Shawshank Redemption, Top Gun, you bust out the volleyball, you go shirtless, you have some fun on the beach, whatever, whatever works to get you through your day. I'm telling you, Take those couple of hours for yourself. It doesn't have to be an Oscar winner. It doesn't have to be in English. You can use subtitles. It doesn't have to be what is popular. It doesn't have to be what your friends recommend. Sometimes your friends will recommend stuff that sucks. And sometimes all your friends will recommend one movie so many times that you just turn into the teenager where it's like, well, if all of you are saying that I should see it, now I'm definitely not going to see it. Just find what works for you. Take the time. Because I don't think people understand how helpful it can be. People have always focused on music. And I don't think they've paid enough attention to how much movies can really help. And to put it in perspective, if you find a song that gives you the feels and it helps you through, whether it's an emo song or a screamer song or a rap song or whatever, that song lasts two to four minutes and then you're on to the next one which may or may not give you the same feeling but you put on a movie a good movie something that's gonna suck you in and put you in the moment just with you and that movie and it puts you in this bubble and for that two to three hours not two to three minutes two to three hours 
you get to focus on yourself. And I think that's kind of, for me, where movies have helped me. I love taking my kids to movies. I love seeing them get excited, but I am constantly looking for the movie that's going to do it for me. Uh, when, when I first got divorced, I didn't have cable or anything. I only had the DVD player and I had one DVD. It was clerks too. And I, <laughs> I watched it on repeat so many times. And that's one of those, where I could quote the movie for you. I can probably tell you from start to finish every line. And every time I turn it on, it takes me back to that place where I'm just free because I get to enjoy it. And that's what you need to do. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully you find a good movie to watch. Hopefully you're laughing because you got to laugh to really live. So one more catchphrase and then I'm out. It's not what you're going through. It's how you get through it. Hopefully wonderful world of Hollywood can help you out with that. And if you need something for 30 to 40 minutes to get you through your movies, that's where comedic coping comes in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll come back next week for another session. Please, please, please keep listening. Send in your notes. Tell me what you guys want to talk about. Cause this I'm here. I'm the one talking, but this is not my show. This is our show. So ta-ta for now. <laughs>